This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Uh, we're going to roll right into our next guest, who is an old and dear friend, Chris Liddell, former White House Deputy Chief of Staff. And he was a chief financial officer for both Microsoft and General Motors. That ain't bad. I don't know if he sold a stock. If he owns a stock on Microsoft, holy cow, rich. rich. His new book is called Year Zero, The Five-Year Presidency. The release date is January 23rd, which I guess is Monday, if my numbers are correct. I want to say that Chris Liddell served, or I served with him in the White House, and he and his wonderful bride, Renee, are dear friends of Judy and me. So, Chris, um, first of all, I don't have the darn book. Some of you guys send me the book, okay? Get one of your guys to send me the book. Um, I'm not going to give you the address over the radio, but I want to look at the book. Now, your point is the five-year presidency. As I understand it, you, you want us to hit the ground running, so you got to prepare a year before – kind of a transition plus. Uh, and that may apply if if President Trump is reelected. That will certainly apply. Is that basically the thrust of this thing? Hey, Larry, how are you? Uh, well, look, firstly, can I just say the, before I address your question, it's a great honor to be on your show. Uh, I'm, I'm sure your listeners appreciate how, how tough White House jobs are, but one of the real rewards is the incredible people you work with and, and go into battle with every day. And and you, my friend, are at the absolute top of that list. So, so thank, thank you. you for having me on. Thank you. And I will certainly get you a copy of the book. If you like. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, I'm a poor, starving, <laughs> impoverished TV host. You know, you got to send it to me. hundred <laughs> percent. So, look, having said that, Larry, the, the, the country's clearly in crisis. And, and I'm sure you've seen the numbers. But more than 70% of people believe that the country's headed in the wrong direction. Uh, only 20% or so believe that the government will do the right thing to solve their problems. And in my view is it's, it's time we did something about it. So my basic thesis is, is the best way to, to rebuild trust in our institutions is, is to make the government more effective. Mm. And that starts with the White House, which is uh, the most important institution of them all. And that's what my book's about. Mm. And I have a series of recommendations in it, and uh, we can talk a little bit about them if you like, but they start in, in what I describe as year zero, which is the year before governing. And uh, thank you for having me on today, because zero, zero starts at about 20 minutes. Yeah, yeah, uh, it's, yeah. It's January 20th, 2025 <laughs> is <laughs> is one year and 20 minutes away from the inauguration. Ah, that's so. a great point. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> So um, year zero is, is all, to your point, is all about the things that uh, a, a, an incoming president or a second-term president, for that matter, has to do to make the White House more effective. And my view from my combination, my private sector experience and my uh, public sector experience, which I, you mentioned I had a bit of both, uh, is we can make the White House in, in the first year 100% more effective. Mm. Not in the private sector, maybe you can get 10%. In the White House, it can be 100%. Mm. And, but you can only have that level of success if you have 
in year one if you do all the things that you need to do in year zero because there's just so much to do. And the White House and the federal government have become so complicated that unless you, you plan for uh, governance, then it's just too hard once you get in. Chris, um, basically, so you there. I mean, there is something called a transition. But I, as I re- yep. hear you and I know your views on a lot of this stuff, the transition shouldn't be, you know, after the votes are counted. Uh, even though you have a couple months to inauguration, you're saying the transition should be a year long for both sides, whether you're Democrat or Republican. And you have to work, I think, you have to work through personnel and policies. Is both sides, is that what you're saying? Exactly. So between, people think of the transition as as between the election and the inauguration, the sort of 75 days or thereabouts uh, sprint, uh, once you get elected, uh, but it starts a lot earlier than that. And 75 days is just not long enough. Mm. It's just you've got to appoint several thousand people. You've got to get your policy lined up. Mm. You've got to build your teams. You've got to appoint your White House staff. There is just way too much to do, especially as uh, assuming you're an incoming president. You know, the whole world wants to talk to you. So you've got to start planning well ahead of that. Now, the tricky thing is, obviously, you have to campaign at the same time. Mm. So you have these two parallel paths. One is is the campaigning and obviously winning the election if you're competing for it. But alongside that is is the less well-known, less obvious, but equally important part, which is getting ready to govern. Mm-hmm. And clearly, you, you know, I'm a how guy. Uh, it's one of the reasons why... You and I got on so well together. You're you're a great what guy, what we should do. I'm a how guy, mm. how you should do it. Mm-hmm. And uh, mm-hmm. it's it's all about getting ready. And it's no use. You can have all the best policies in the world, but if you don't have a plan to how to get them done and how to run the government, which is, as you know, incredibly complicated and the barriers to getting things done are enormous, unless you have a plan for how you're going to do that, you can have all the what's in the world, but you're going to be ineffective. I mean, more or less, I don't want to go d- deep, but is it is the AFPI doing that, America First Policy Institute? Uh, are, they, are they like – it's not an official – I mean, it's a 501c3, so I have to be careful on this. It's not an arm of the Trump campaign, but they are doing some of those things, are they not? You're absolutely correct. AFPI is exactly doing that, and and I and the side have been helping them a little bit, but they've been doing an outstanding job and helping a possible candidate prepare. And what will happen is is once uh, a, a Republican candidate, if we take that, uh, is is nominated or, or clear is going to be nominated, then they'll set up a transition of their own. Mm. And that transition will then benefit, if it wants to, from the work that America First Policy Institute has been oh, doing. Oh, got it. And the, great, and the great benefit of AFPI is they've been going more than just year zero. They've been going since the end of the last Trump administration. So so they've done a huge amount of preliminary work and, and heritage, I'll mention, as well, has done some work. Mm. And I imagine those two efforts will come together, but they'll come together under the banner of an official... Uh, campaign transition team. Yeah. Not uh, even, that, that, uh, you know, look, the AFPI, uh, I mean, I was there at the very beginning. I mean, the thing was hatched in my office, but the point I'm going to make is 
It's a 501c3. It was always available to any of the candidates. I mean, this obviously it's a conservative group, so Republican candidates. What's happened is, you know, because President Trump, former President Trump, has done so well, and, you know, it looks, you know, the, almost 100% he's going to be the nominee. That's where it's going to land. It'll be landing uh, in the Trump camp, et cetera, et cetera. And originally, it could have, got, you know, could have helped DeSantis, could have helped Haley. They didn't call on us. I mean, it was, I never understood that, Chris. Uh, but anyway, that's a sidelight. You know, one thing I want to say, um, you know, time is short, but your uh, formal position in the White House, you were deputy chief of staff for policy or policy coordination. I don't remember what we called it. What do we call it? Policy coordination. They should, uh, they should institutionalize that because you did, I want to say this, you did a brilliant job uh, coordinating um, honest broker. And uh, funny, I'm, I saw the NEC as an honest broker too, but you and I work so closely together. And I go back to the trade meetings. You set up this trade committee. There was always disagreements on trade, you know, inside the principles. And those meetings which over which you presided on a regular basis and we produced policy recommendations for the president was absolutely brilliant, Chris Liddell. And so that's why I'm, yeah. I think that whole, you know, uh, I think they should institutionalize that that spot. Yeah, Larry, I talk a lot about this in the book, about how the president makes decisions and how he should make decisions. Uh, and uh, one, of the, one of the key things is to have that honest broker role, whether mm-hmm. it's in, in the NEC role like yourself or mm-hmm. the deputy chief of staff like myself. The president needs options and he needs contestable options. Now, every president, if you look back in history, and I, again, I go in the book to talk about the history of the way that different presidents have made decisions, some really like that contestability in front of them, and, and you recall President Trump loved that. Loved it. Loved it. One of the it. best meetings, meetings we had were you and uh, yeah. Pete Mnuchin yeah. and Bob Lighthouse. We were going at it. Thrashing it out. In we front were of thrashing it out. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, but that's and, and me try to me try to uh, try to like navigate it a little bit. Should we say yes? Uh, so so that that process is incredibly important and can be done well or can be done badly but you've got to get the right options to a president for decision and the other critical thing larry and again your your role and mine uh address this is then you've got to implement them Mm. and that's something that a lot of white houses are good at making decisions but then nothing happens Mm. and and you've got to have a process there afterwards and people responsible for not only getting the president the right options but making sure his or her decisions are then carried out. Right. And, and again, Chris, I got a bit kind of boring process stuff, but it's no, this is uh, this is good stuff. Just to hear your voice. I miss you. I'm hoping you're going to come back into town soon uh, so we can get together. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Uh, Folks, Chris Liddell, uh, former deputy chief of staff in the Trump administration, 
I mean, he ran two companies, for a CFO for two companies, Microsoft and GM, so he knows whereof he's speaking. He's a very dear friend. Anyway, the book is Year Zero, The Five-Year Presidency. Uh, it's out to m- uh, Monday, blah, blah, blah. I'm sure you can get it on Amazon One Click and all these other places. Christopher Liddell, thank you. Take care. All best to Renee. We'll talk soon. Folks, we're going to take a quick break, and then we're going to talk to monetarist economist, money supply economist, M2 economist, Steve Hankey of Johns Hopkins University. I'm Kudlow. We'll be right back. With everything you have on your plate, earning your degree online seems impossible. But at Grand Canyon University, we specialize in helping you fit a master's degree in business into your busy day. Your graduation team, led by your own GCU counselor, provides you with the personal support you need to succeed. Achieve your goals with a plan and team behind you. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Visit gcu.edu. 